This is the FBCG Live podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is entitled, The God of Another Chance. Obedience is the key that causes change and will impact others besides yourself. What you say and believe is reflected in your choices, actions, and decisions. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. Open your Bibles with me to the book of Jonah. I'm in this series on Jonah. I've been preaching for the last several weeks about Jonah. And today I'm going to be walking through these first 10 verses. Matter of fact, it's the whole 10 verses. The whole chapter is only 10 verses long. Chapter 3. Let me take a moment and rehearse what we've already covered and spent some time uh, discussing. We discussed the fact that Jonah had been given an assignment from God. God spoke to Jonah. Uh, and told Jonah, uh, leave where you are and go to Nineveh and preach to the people of Nineveh. God gave this preacher man a simple assignment, go to Nineveh. And, and Jonah decides to get up and instead of going to Nineveh, he boards his ship and heads in the opposite direction. He, he heads toward Tarshish. He goes in the direction contrary to where God told him to go. We spent time talking about the number of people who have gone the opposite direction of what God told them to do. And it's problematic. It is painful. It is challenging. When you go in the opposite direction of God. He went in the opposite direction that God told him to go. He sought to avoid the assignment God gave him. And he made a decision to be just point blankedly disobedient to God. And that's tragic. That's devastating. In fact, his choice and his decision not only impacts him, it also impacts and affects other people around him. So it, he's on board this ship headed toward Tarshish, and his choice, his decision, brings drama in the life of the other people around him. Amen. Uh, it causes uh, these other men on board this ship to almost lose their lives. They enter into a devastating storm and they knew that this storm that suddenly cropped up on them had to have been the result of somebody who has made God angry. The scripture tells us that while they're up on board the ship trying to steady the ship in the midst of this violent storm, they're throwing cargo overboard. They're throwing away money. That's what that equates to. They're having a financial challenge. While they are throwing stuff overboard, Jonah is downstairs in the belly of the ship sleep, dozed off, relaxing, chilling. He chilling while everybody else is in, the, in, in a world of drama and, and trouble and problems and he's downstairs asleep. And they wake him, they go downstairs and wake him up and say, bro, what's up? What's up with this? Uh, and they, they cast lots and the lot falls on Jonah. They come to the conclusion that the reason for their drama is Jonah. I, I admire these men because they try to save Jonah's life. They say, you know, they, 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 they wrestle even harder and they, they spare him, but they finally come to the conclusion that if they're going to survive, there is going to have to be somebody that's thrown overboard and that somebody is going to be Jonah. Can I just take a pen right here and stop for a moment? 
some of y'all need to recognize who it is in your life you need to throw overboard who's causing drama in your life. Some of y'all got the wrong people in your life, the wrong, the wrong jokers. You got the wrong jokers up in your camp. You got to have the courage. You must have the courage to throw them overboard. They throw Jonah overboard. They come to grips with the fact he can't stay. And they throw him overboard. And, and God has, I love, I love this about God, even in his disobedience, God prepares an escape route for Jonah. And there in the middle of the ocean, in the middle of the sea, is a great fish, the scripture says, a whale, that uh, Jonah is swallowed by. And there he is, the scripture says, for three days and three nights in the belly of a whale. For three days and three nights. There he is in outer darkness. He's in drama. It's it's devastating moment. His life is at risk. He, uh, and, and I think I talked about last week. It is in the midst of this, this challenging moment that he prays. Hey, hey how, how many of y'all know that's a good time to pray? <laughs> Matter of fact, it, it might be good if you learn to pray before you get into the drama. Here he is in the drama, but some, I, I, I say that because somebody here today is in the middle of a drama. And Matt, uh, if you ain't in the drama, it, listen, here's what I got here today. I'm looking around at, at this Zoom audience that I got. Look at all these Zoom jokers I got with me here today. I got these Zoom people here. And you either just coming out of a drama on your way into a drama uh, or you before a drama. You either are headed into a drama, in a drama, or coming out of the drama. Uh, life is full of drama. Can I get anybody who recognizes life is full of drama? It's the drama that keeps you praying. It's the drama that keeps you on your knees. It's drama that keeps you crying out to God. You, you, that, that's what keeps us coming back to church and calling on the name of the Lord. It's drama. Jonah is in the middle of drama. He's in the middle of this drama and he prays. And the Bible, the Bible says that the fish uh, vomits him out. <laughs> He, he he was he was he was even creating drama for the for the whale. That the, the, the whale had to spew him out. And he and here's what's interesting: the whale vomits him out on dry ground, on dry land, in a safe place. In a he vomits him out in a place where he can survive and live. It's not in the middle of the ocean. It's not out in the middle of anywhere. He didn't have to swim out back to land. He gets vomited out right in the middle. And that's where we pick up this verse. The last verse of verse of chapter 2, verse 10 says, So the Lord spoke to the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. And then it says this, chapter 3. Here's where I'm at, chapter 3. Verse 1. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to it. The message that I tell you. So Jonah rose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now, now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a great, a, a three-day journey in extent. Do y'all see that right there? Here's what I want to highlight right here. It says, verse number one, now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time. Now, here's what I want to talk about today. If I could put a tag on this message, if there's any kind of subject I could put on it, I want to call this message that we serve a God of another chance. The God of another chance. This, this, is, this is important. It's profound. It's amazing. Here this man disobeyed God and just didn't, didn't listen to him. And, 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 and here's my first point. 
I'm already at my first point. I'm not going to keep you long. I'm going to punch you in your face. Bam! I'm going to hit you real quick. Then I'm going to let you go. Here's point number one. God gives second chances. <laughs> Somebody needs to hear that today. Somebody who feels like God has turned their back on them. Somebody who's in the middle of something that's going on. You need to know that we serve a God that gives you another chance. Matter of fact, I, I shouldn't say a second chance. That's, that's my point. I should say God gives another chance. I, I wonder how many second chances God has given you. I, I, I used to say that God was the God of a second chance, uh, but I've learned to say God keeps on giving me another chance. I messed up so many times and missed the, missed the point so much that I'm thankful that the God that we serve looks at your circumstances and your situations and he will give you another chance. Yeah, you messed up. Yes, you failed to make the right choice. Yes, you walked into the wrong circumstance. Yes, you, you did what he told you not to do. But guess what? He is such a merciful God. The very nature and character of the God that we serve is such that he gives you another opportunity. And it says, I love this verse right here. The word of the Lord came to Jonah another, a second time. God spoke to him again. I mean, watch it, God. After God speaks one time, why should he have to speak to you again? Why should I have to tell my children, make up your bed again? Why do I have to tell you to take out the trash again? Y'all, excuse me. I feel, I feel something rising up inside of me that I have to tell my children to do something over and over and over and over again. And this is a grown man that God has to get, speak to him a second chance. And I don't know where y'all are, but when I look back over my life, I can think of those times and those moments when I didn't do what God told me to do or I did what he told me not to do and he had to speak to me again. And I'm so glad that his nature gives him the capacity and the ability to speak to me again. God gives him a second chance to go and preach to Nineveh. God gives him another opportunity. And what has God given you another opportunity to do? What has God said to you that he wants you to do? And he, sp he has spoken to you again. Again and again and again. He gives, clear, he gives you clear instructions. Again, he gives you an opportunity. And for some of you, he, he, did, he didn't bring the judgment on you that he was going to bring. He didn't put you in the belly of the whale. He didn't cause you to be thrown overboard. He didn't cause you to have a financial loss. And yet, he, has, he keeps on speaking to you. He spoke to, he spoke to Jonah again. He spoke to him a second time. That, le that leapt off the pages at me. That it, it leapt, it leaped, jumped, whatever, whatever the word is. It jumped off the pages at me that, that God spoke to him a second time and God said to him arise and go to Nineveh that great city and preach to it the message that I tell you it says right there in verse number two God spoke to him and gave him another opportunity and and this is what and look at this look at verse number three look at verse number three did I say look at verse number three look at verse number three so Jonah arose and went to Nineveh. Stop! Jonah got up, arose, 
That means he got out of, he moved from where he was. He got out of his comfort zone. He moved out of his bed. Yo, hold on. St stick a pen right here. Stop. Listen, can, let me, can I stick this in for free for just a moment? In a few months, in, in a few months, a few weeks, we're going to be coming back to church. And, and I wonder how many of y'all going to get up out of y'all bed. <laughs> yeah, I know some of y'all done got used to preaching, listen to preaching from your bed. You done got comfortable laid back putting it on your big TV. You, you, done, you done got comfortable. But there going to come a time that we're going to say it's time to come back. Yeah, I'm talking about the people who live in the DMV. I understand those who live in other parts of the world that you can't just get up and come. But those of you who have the privilege and the opportunity uh, to be able to get up out of your bed and come to church, I'm hoping you're going to come back. I'm, I'm hoping you're going to arise and go to First Baptist. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to get in worship together. But I, I want to celebrate Jonah for a second because even though he was disobedient at first, he does come to a place of obedience. And, and here's what my second point is, is that, that God wants to bring obedience and obedience causes change. Obedience causes change. Write that down. Obedience is the thing that brings about change in our circumstances. Obedience brings change to our situation. Obedience brings about uh, uh, a difference in whatever we're going through. Obedience is the key. I know people don't want that. People want to hear something easy and something uh, spectacular and something significant. But the bottom line is God's looking for our obedience. He's looking for us to do what he told us to do or to stop doing what he told us not to do. He looks for us to be, to be obedient. And, and right here, uh, Jonah, verse 3, arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. It was a great city, verse 3 says. A three days journey it took to get there. Uh, and yet he arose and went. He, 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 he became obedient and did what God told him to do. I got to repeat that again and again. He arose and went. And, and, here, and here's what the scripture says. He went to Nineveh. He entered the city of Nineveh. Uh, verse number four. And Jonah began to enter, verse four, verse four. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. He, he went into the city. God spewed him out right there. He went into the city. He was obedient to God, and God brought him into where he wanted him to do. And here's what that tells me. It, it would have normally taken him three days to get there, but he, on the first day, the scripture says, it, it, earlier it says it takes three days, and then it says right after that, on the first day, he started his journey. He got right into the city. Y'all missed a great spot. Here's what I'm telling you. When you are obedient to God and you make a move in the right direction, God helps you get to where you're going and helps to get you quicker than what you would have normally gotten there. Obedience brings about a place of victory and hope for you. It, it should have taken him three days. But the Bible says on the first day's journey, on the first day of his walk, he enters, he's entering into the city. God will help you get into the city, into the place, into the posture, into where you're supposed to be. He would make it happen. He walked into the city and for three days, he says in verse number four, 
And yet 40 days, Nineveh shall be overthrown. 40 days, he's preaching, he's declaring. He says, y'all better get it straight, repent. He says, he cried out and said, God's going to bring judgment. The city's going to be overthrown in 40 days. In 40 days, judgment's coming. He makes the declaration. He's obedient to what God told him to do. And yet his obedience brings about an incredible change. It matter, if, this is, if I could highlight uh, what I'm trying to say to you today, here's, what I'm, here's, here's the point I'm trying to say to you. Here's the thing I'm trying to point. Obedience causes change. It brings about a change in the circumstance. And it, and it says in verse number uh, five, so the people, verse five, it says, so the people of Nineveh believed God. Stick a pin right there. Stick a pin there. They believed God. They put their faith in God. They, they, they believed that what he was saying was true. The people believed God. And, and it, then it says in verse number five, uh, they proclaimed to fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. Uh, they proclaimed to fast, put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least, from the greatest to the least. Every, er, you know what that means? Everybody. <laughs> everybody. It, 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 his obedience impacted everybody. Your obedience will change and impact a whole lot of people beyond yourself. Obedience will impact even other people. It impacted everybody. And the people repented. They put on sackcloth. They proclaimed a fast. Uh, I love this right here. And even verse 6 says, verse 6 says, and the word came to the king, verse 6, the word came to the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne and laid aside his robe, covered himself with sackcloth and sat in ashes. Not just the people repented, even the king, even the political leaders of the city, everybody changed their minds and repented. When one guy made the decision to obey God, it impacted everything. And do you not know who? I don't know who I'm preaching to today. Your decision will impact your family, impact your job, impact your children. Your decision will impact everybody. Your choice to be obedient. If you'll just do what God told you to do. This is a message about being obedient to God. What would happen in our communities if just you obeyed God? If just you did what God told you to do? I don't know what God told you to do. And this is what this message is about. I'm trying to challenge you today and ask you the question, what is it you have failed to do that God has asked you to do? What is the assignment that God has given to you? What did he tell you to do? What, where did he tell you to go? Who did he tell you to talk to? What assignment has he given to you? Everybody has an assignment that God has given to you. And the question is, what have you done? Obedience causes change. Obedience brings about, what, what is it? If, if you would just start being obedient, if you would just get connected and do what God told you to do, your children might start acting right. Your family might get some peace and harmony. Your finances might make a spin or turn around. It might boom, turn around. If you would just be obedient, if you would just start tithing, giving off, and an offering, and an offering. Somebody say, and an offering, and an offering. 
If you would do just tithes and offering, your circumstances might turn around and change. If you would just be obedient. If you would just go and get reconciled with that person that's got on your last nerves that God told you to make it right. If you would just be obedient and go and reconcile. If you would just apologize. If you would just say, I'm sorry. If you would just go to somebody who you have wronged and make it right. Stop being so arrogant. Stop acting like you think you got it all together and everybody else is wrong and you're the only one right. If you would just be obedient, your situations might, might spin around and change because obedience causes change. Let me close. I was hoping somebody would say take your time, but that's all right. Y'all too late. It's too late. It's, it's too late now. It's all right. It's all right. I, I do want to highlight the fact. I want to say this, that the people of Nineveh repented. They believed and they repented. It's important to understand that when that whatever you believe, it is reflected in your choices. Uh, what you say you believe is reflect, reflected in your actions. Don't, don't say you believe, but your actions don't follow it up. Don't, don't, don't verbalize and perpetrate as though you are a believer in the Lord Jesus, but yet it's not reflected in the choices that you make. It ought to be reflected in the decisions. It ought to be reflected in your actions. It ought, what you say you believe ought to be reflected uh, in your choices and your decisions. So I, I, want, to, I want to challenge uh, you today. And let me close with this. Here's my third and final point, verse 10. Here's, verse 10, here's, a, here's a, an amazing verse right here, verse 10. It says, then God saw their works that they turned from their evil way. And God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. Oh, my gosh. God changed his mind. God changed his mind. I've, do you not know God can change his mind? This blew me away. This, this was, uh, this, this one verse right here lets me know and gives me insight into the very nature of God that God had determined that he was going to bring judgment on that wicked city, that evil, their evil ways. But because of one man's decision, one man's obedience impacted the whole city, the whole place, the whole community. It impacted the whole community and God changed his mind. The Bible says God decided not to bring about the judgment, not to bring the disaster upon them that he had determined to do. We serve a God that doesn't have to, he, he can change his mind. That, that's, that, blows my, that blows my mind that God can change his mind and he changed his mind. He can change his mind about your situation, change his mind about you and about your future and about your destiny. He can change his mind about where you might end up with in the rest of your life. God can change his mind. And I give him the glory that he's a God, that his very nature will give us a second chance. Woo! I feel like shouting. I feel a shout down in my soul that he is a God 
He is a God that loves us so much and cares about us so much that he gives us another opportunity and another chance. And he's preaching to somebody and I'm preaching and declaring to somebody today. He will give you another chance. You ought to be judged. You ought to go to hell. Don't pass go. Go straight to hell. Don't don't have an, don't even get that opportunity. But he will give you another chance. I'm speaking to somebody today, both who don't know Jesus and somebody who's backslidden, somebody who's unchurched and unsure. I'm telling you today, he'll give you another chance. He'll give you another chance and your obedience might cause God to change his mind. Hallelujah. That's what I love about him today. And that's what I'm declaring to you right now, right this very moment. I'm declaring to you today by the power and presence of the God that we serve that he loves you enough and cares enough about you that he wants to see your life different. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but you need to hear that God wants to see your circumstances turned around and your life in a different place. He wants to forgive you of your sins. He wants to establish a relationship with you. He wants to restore you. He wants to help you walk into your future and your destiny. He wants you to accomplish what it is he purposed for your life. And my assignment today is to tell you that the Lord Jesus came. That's the whole reason Jesus came, so that you could have life have it more abundantly so you could be forgiven. That's the whole reason he came, so that you could have peace and a joy that surpasses understanding. That's the whole reason he came, so that you could have abundant life. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Although you make mistakes, God is a God of another chance and can change his mind. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.